This is the Health Wildcatters podcast. I am Hubert Zajic and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Health Wildcatters. Health Wildcatters is a nationally ranked healthcare accelerator based in Dallas, Texas. You've probably heard the term paying it forward many times before and it's somewhat of a an overused term and it's somewhat of a um, ill-defined, ill-defined term as well but in the startup community you're going to run into the term a lot you're going to run into people uh, living by that mantra a lot and i want to explain a little bit around uh about around that 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 topic i mean at a, at a basic level it's very simple you just give without an expectation of getting back and that's what paying it forward at its most basic level is you don't uh, have a, a motivation that is a tit-for-tat type of activity, a transactional mind. So if a student calls up or contacts you and says, hey, can I, can I pick your brain on this? Or would you be willing to go have coffee on something? You know, a lot of us live by that. But there are plenty of people who don't. And in the business world, you very quickly get into a mindset of where you have to justify the time you're spending with other people and and that's okay and and ultimately a, a consultant will have to be wired that way otherwise he or she couldn't make a living at the same time in the startup world a lot of a lot of the things that are happening have to do with um, your ability to draw on uh, someone uh, or, or get a favor from someone and and that, that may or may not be something you can pull off. And sometimes we're amazed by people who seem to be able to get a hold of anyone that you can imagine and uh, get them on the phone or do them a favor. But chances are it's because these people have stepped up first and did something way back uh, in a different time that endeared them to this person. So the, the funny thing is this, in most cases you will think about, well, I'm not far enough along in my own career to give advice, I'm not far along, I'm not, not in a, an established job yet, I'm not in a secure position yet, I'm, I don't have the wisdom. And the, the short answer to all that is BS, you always are in a position to help somehow. Now, it doesn't mean that makes you appropriate for every single person on the planet to counsel them or advise them. But if you take the approach that if somebody asks you, uh, within reason, of course, to um, give a little bit of your time, at least in the startup world, it is very much the thing to do. I have um, practiced this and um, taken many, many meetings with people who could use a bit of advice or could use um, some ideas or some feedback. And again, I'm also not in a position to do this for everyone. So there are limits to all that. But set aside a piece of your week, an hour or two a week or something, whatever you can manage, and designate that as the time that you use to give back. It is truly an investment. So as much as I said a minute ago that you shouldn't expect anything in return, don't be surprised if you do get rewarded in many, many ways in the future. It won't be instant, but it'll be in there in the future. And some examples just out of a very limited number of interactions that I can, I can uh, um, share. 
are uh, situations where I helped a um, help with a, a course during my SMU MBA program and um, really got close to a professor who I feel like we had mutual respect for each other, but she now sends me startups that might be a fit for our accelerator. In another case, I volunteer to mentor students at the MBA program and I get one or two a year and we'll talk and it's a no pressure type of situation. But many of those have become friends, have actually become mentors in the Health Blockheaders program because obviously in my case, most likely they will have some sort of a healthcare background and have given or started their own startups that I was able to help or that have helped others. It wasn't any different for, for us at Health Walkheaders either. Somebody had to take a first chance on this new accelerator that had no track record and had no um, evidence that what we were going to do was going to work. And um, so we had a lot of goodwill that came to us, people willing to invest in the accelerator in year one without anything to show for it uh, from the previous years in backing us as sponsors in year one when there was really no solid proof to say what is it that your ROI is going to be uh, on joining us as as mentors which was pretty much an ask and possibly no return because we'd they wouldn't have known whether there was going to be good startups joining us or not and and of course um, the investors that trusted us with their money. You might ask yourself, so when I said, okay, we had good track records, where did that come from? It wasn't based on healthcare startups that we had funded. There was no accelerator previously, but people knew us and gave us the benefit of the doubt. So how, how does that add up? And, and the way it adds up is, here's, here's some examples. Um, in one case, when we started to raise the fund, um, a a startup entrepreneur called me up and I talked to him and I didn't really know him well, but in my previous life I had interacted with him and helped his startup. Startup ultimately didn't work, but um, it was in a good relationship. I'd lost track of him and he uh, calls me up and I'm wondering about what it is that I can do for him. Well, it turns out there's nothing I can do for him, but he's an investor. So unbeknownst to me, the, the person was was of, of considerable means and had um, seen me in a previous life uh, interacting in a respectable way. And even though he didn't know what he was investing in, I mean, because that's what you do in a venture fund, he knew that he trusted uh, me and Health Walkheaders to do the right thing and he wanted to be part of this. So I was very um, excited about that because I had, while I liked the person and knew him, I never knew that he was watching the whole time with a completely different eye towards what we were doing, how we were interacting, how we, how I was conducting myself, building trust along the way with someone that I had no knowledge of, had a means to ever have an impact on my life, my career, my, my new um, venture. Same would be true of, of one of our year one sponsors. So we started looking for sponsors and um, again, less reaching out, but more through the publicity we got people contacting us saying we would like to help. And so one of our sponsors goes back years before, again, Health Walk Headers was founded, 
I'd volunteered to be on a a conference board helping with a, a, a healthcare conference, an investment conference, and um, he wanted to be part of it. So his organization ended up supporting us as as a sponsor. the The story of how I met my partners is another great story, and again, it's based on getting to know people that you later learn observed you and and vice versa you had a chance to interact with them and that ends up having a big impact on your life and what you do along the way and how you conduct yourself is how you're going to be evaluated whether you know it or not so i ran this healthcare investment conference for several years in my previous job and really it was just an, uh, a it was just something where we wanted to give startups in healthcare a chance to uh, get access to capital. We didn't have to fund ourselves. It was a very different scenario, more of an incubator. And, but unbeknownst to me, my future partners were at Health Walkheaders, were in the audience, and they were there to fund healthcare startups. And at some point, a, a good chunk of their portfolio was based on startups that I, through that conference, had brought to North Texas that they ended up investing in. So I got to know them and they got to see me interact with startups over time. Again, I had no idea that that this was going to happen, but fast forward a, a few years, and uh, when time came to start Health Walk Hatters, we, uh, we came to terms and, and launched it together. Ultimately, paying it forward is an investment. It's just not one where you are expecting the return. But trust me, the first piece of return is is already a lot giving somebody something of value that really would just not be of value to you. What, what's the value of knowledge in your head when you're not able to exercise or share it? And the second piece of the return, if it comes, and it's not going to come in every single case, but if it comes, one day will be very gratifying as well. And uh, it's, it's often that one person that ends up in a position that is very much uh, in an ability uh, with an ability to help you or invite you to be on a panel somewhere, which has ha happened to me many, many times, being invited to judge a competition. I've judged business plan competitions. And those are often those people. They don't forget. And so it is for you when somebody helps you earlier on in your career or, or later in your career. Um, treasure those people that are willing to share time with you. It, it's a philosophy, yes. Um, you can attach to it, whatever you want, but it also is a business decision to do good business, to establish yourself as somebody who's giving and uh, have longevity in business that allows you to be a trustworthy and thought of in the future. And so this takes time. And uh, I encourage you, no matter what your age is, to engage in this as a, as a personal philosophy, as a business philosophy in all aspects of your life. In the startup world, I can promise you it's something that is that is counted on. And uh, if you play by that mantra, you will be rewarded richly. That's it for this episode. The Health Walk Hatters podcast is produced and edited by Covington Doan. The music is by William Flato. Make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. To learn more about Health Walk Hatters, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or visit the website at healthwalkhatters.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.